0: This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Marketing Jam is brought to you by Cyber Impact, the email marketing platform made specifically for Canadian small businesses. Go to cyberimpact.com forward slash jelly, create a free account, and start sending Castle compliant promotional emails in just a few clicks. Here's your host, Darian Kovac. Welcome to Marketing Jam. We are
1: so excited with another episode where we're going to be talking about all things SEO, trends to be looking for, and we're excited to be jumping in uh, with an expert on all things SEO uh, and where we're going to go uh, with SEO for the next year. All right. So I got to start off right for that. Yeah. SEO. Yes. For those that want to what does it stand for and what does that SEO mean to you?
2: So going all the way back, SEO, search engine optimization. So when I go to Google and I type in um, pizza restaurant near me, everything that populates on that page is there because of SEO. So it's there based on the location, if it's a local business, um, it's based on the keywords that the pages Mm -hmm. are using, the content that they're using. Basically, Google and search engines are trying to populate these search results, the ones that make the most sense. So if your website comes in and actually you know, qualifies as making the most sense, is yeah. actually a pizza restaurant near you, yeah. and you're popular, you have some links yeah. going to you, you have credibility, I mean, no one likes the awkward kid at school, Yeah. then Google's gonna start ranking you. And by ranking, that means showing up on the first couple pages of a search engine.
1: Outside of the ads though, right?
2: Outside of the ads, Outside yes. Of the ads. Okay. That's PPC, which is pay-per-click. That's a whole nother fun ball game. So okay. this is just straight organic, which in the SEO world means, I'm not paying advertising to get on page one of search results. I'm doing a bunch of work in the back end to get on page one, which you is through. Earned
1: your way there. Yes.
2: So, exactly. like in public
1: relations, it'd be like mm-hmm. earning your way into the media versus paying to be there, like editorial. Yes.
2: yes, very okay. much so. Getting okay. to know the right people, okay. getting the right interviews out there. Yeah. And slowly making yourself famous. So slowly basically making your website famous for what it does. Right. A pizza Honestly. website doesn't need to be famous for a salon. Yes. But they need to be famous within a pizza category because that's what people are searching for.
1: And you mentioned the awkward kid, which was yeah. me in high school. So so <laughs> tell me about this awkward kid. What, what did you mean by that?
2: So the the awkward kid is basically the, this goes into backlinks. Yeah. And so the awkward kid, if no one's actually going to your website. You're not getting any users, you're not generating any traffic. No one knows that your website exists. If you're not actually putting yourself out there, if you're not doing branding, if you're not doing social media, or generating some kind of interest or great content to bring people to your website. And then you just kind of sit in cyberspace. So you're literally that awkward kid where like, if people aren't coming to you, yeah. why should I come to you and why should I trust you? And so search engines think like that. Like, okay. well, if no one's really going to you, why should I put you on the first page of all? And that's because Google, I'm a search engine.
1: Google is a search engine. Yes. So like Netscape or Ask Jeeves would have been one historically? A yeah, I was like
2: uh, bringing it way back. Yeah. Hey, what,
1: what about Bing?
2: <laughs> yeah, Bing. So when You, you still about, have Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo, Does Bing, Yahoo still su- do search? As far as I know, unless okay. things have changed dramatically, but mainly we're talking Google and Bing. So That's when where you do really
1: search engine optimization, when you're mm-hmm. doing work on your site yes. to fix it, yes. does it affect Bing as much as it affects Google? Yes. Okay. So we're, when we talk today, it's for Bing, it's for Google, it's for whatever. It's for everything. It's for, for everything. Yahoo, if, Google yeah. is king. Yeah.
2: I mean, Bing is still there, but essentially, when I talk about anything, I mean. Yeah. Generally talking about Google, but Bing is still taking you through everything as well. They still have algorithms They're still judging your website and judging your content and trying to they're judging it for a good reason because they want to populate What's gonna actually make sense for users because then users are gonna trust going to Bing and having a good user experience They know that if I go and I ask a question on Bing that They're gonna populate something that makes sense and not populate a hair salon for a pizza place So why do you
1: think Google won over like Ask Jeeves and Bing? What do you think it was?
2: honestly just straight technological domination okay. like they they knew what they were doing and they and they were able to basically clear the fields by doing everything like okay. even when they threw in google plus to be a social network like yeah. they tried everything and then they started taking over everything and now with youtube and all that youtube's mm. a huge social network and it's part of google the other s- search engines, I just, I don't think they optimize themselves mm. enough to keep up with the changing of the time. Whereas Google started, keep, I mean, they're keeping up with voice search. They're, when images were huge, knowledge graphs, mm. they're adopting all of these behaviors based on how we are changing and how we're changing with the internet and mm. we're changing the internet. The other search engines really didn't adapt.
1: And it became a verb, yes. much like Kleenex. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a brand, it became yes. the quintessential term that you use. Yes. So you're from a company called SEM Rush. Yes. Maybe not going into what SEM Rush is or what mm-hmm. it does, but like what does the title of your company mean? Like what is the SEM? Does that stand for something? Search
2: engine marketing. Okay. So we're taking SEO, but then swapping out the optimization with marketing. And that's what a lot of agencies, that's what a lot of businesses and brands are focusing on now, is the idea of search engine marketing instead of just optimization. Because search engine optimiz- search engine marketing is so much more than just basic SEO. You're looking at your public, re- your public relations for online is huge, and that's part of the marketing, the content that you produce, the backlinks that you're trying to get mm. to make you credible and to make you popular. That's all kind of categorized under marketing now instead yeah. of just okay. the old-fashioned SEO that back when Microsoft and yeah. all that first started.
1: Yeah, so for example, you're saying search engine marketing is a better term than SEO, you'd say these days, for trying to show up higher in Google ranking.
2: Um, I don't know if I would necessarily say that, but it, it, it's depending upon what, what you're looking for. So yeah. if I'm a business and I'm trying to figure out how can I improve my website, yeah. I'm going to be looking for search engine marketing because yeah. I'm going to be looking for search engine marketers to optimize my, my website. Okay. I'm going to look at SEO blogs to learn more, mm-hmm. not SEM blogs. Okay. SEM is going to be more of the action that comes from it. SEO's this the bubble where everything lives the within ecosystem. It. Yes. That
1: it's in. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. That really helps explain it because there's a lot of acronyms out there. There's so and many. It can overwhelm people. <laughs> and, and we're you,
2: getting more and more and more. <laughs> yeah. And
1: your company's name is an acronym.
2: Yes. Okay. In
1: yes. the rush, does that sound for something? Is it just more like like sugar rush, or just like how fast you guys are, or what is it?
2: We started with data intelligence. Yeah. And so, like basically going through competitive data, yeah. um, analyzing so much data about your website, and it's just became this suite of tools. Yeah. So, SEMrush Rush basically has, has become this one stop shop. And so, the name has lived up to that as we've grown over the years and as we've started from what SEO used to be to now SEM, and including a suite of marketing tools in yeah. order to optimize your website.
1: Yeah. But why Rush?
2: It, it, I mean, it's just honestly, a cool word. yeah, it's, okay. just, it, yeah, it's yeah, exciting yeah, okay. it, it brings it all together. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, that's what I was, I was just trying to understand, yeah. the rush word part. Yes, okay, yes. so when you talk about SEO and, mm-hmm. and search engine marketing, mm-hmm. what type of person is, is fit for that? When you meet someone like, man, you'd be really good at SEM and or, you'd mm. be great at working in the SEO world, mm-hmm. ecosystem, what do you look for?
2: Someone who likes data, understands data, oh, yeah. doesn't mind optimizing things in terms of, mm-hmm you can collect data you can analyze it and then you you can under you can understand what moves to make from there mm-hmm. so google changes their algorithm mm-hmm. all the time updates happen the websites change the internet changes mm-hmm. we change our mobile mm-hmm. behaviors we change our user behaviors yeah. And it needs to be someone who can keep up with all of the research on a regular basis yeah. and is not afraid to go listen to a podcast mm-hmm. about it or read up on blog posts, subscribe to regular email newsletters yeah. and get the info. And then also someone who's not afraid to stare at data all day mm-hmm. long and not be afraid to to take a risk. Yeah. There's so many people within this industry that want to keep everything the same because mm-hmm. the second they change something, they're afraid they're gonna drop rankings. Yeah. And if that happens, It's devastating Mm -hmm. to a client or a business. It can impact them terribly. It can close doors down. But also, you can notice if you're gonna experiment with something, which that's what really great SEOs do is they experiment, is you know that, okay, I did this experiment. I'm tracking what's happening. Mm. The second rankings start to go down, reverse everything and go back to what was working. But you have to experiment in order to really Mm. take your business to the next level with websites and with the internet, otherwise, you're going to be like everyone else going through your checklist. Yeah.
1: And and I know it's a hard question to give you a, give us a hard answer on, but mm-hmm. if you were to give a basic percentage of mm-hmm. the importance of on-site SEO, so work you do on your website mm-hmm. like the technical like headers and and yes. and the way Google looks at your site from a technical perspective versus off-site SEO, so like PR, content marketing, mm-hmm. link backs. What percentage would you say is importance between those two, off-site and on-site SEO?
2: Mm-hmm. Being a content marketer, I would yeah. say 50-50. Okay because I think the content portion of it is absolutely huge. If you have an amazing website, you spend all this time um, uh, going through it, you ran an audit through it, you know how to make Mm. the page speed great, your mobile's great, it's really responsive, everything's fantastic, user experience is good, that's all fantastic and all, but if you don't update it with new content, if you don't get new keywords on there and start optimizing it on a regular basis with content, it's just gonna sit there. Mm-hmm. And then your rankings may have gone like this once you ran that audit and went through everything and updated it, but once you stop updating your website, it's gonna start to go like this and eventually go like this while your competitors who are updating yeah. are gonna start going up.
1: Okay, very helpful answer. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at um, all the tools that are out there, mm-hmm. right, and, and I'm just worrying about there's a, there's a myriad of the tools and there's there's even like, I, I've met people who say no tools, I just use, actually I just Google things Google and, and I take screenshots, and, yes. literally. Yes. Um, but I've heard a lot of great things about amazing tools that are out there. Mm-hmm. How would you kind of fit SEM Rush in the world of like Arefs mm-hmm. and Moz? What's the difference mm-hmm. between you and maybe those two out there?
2: One of the biggest differences is that we're literally a one stop shop for okay. all of your digital marketing now. Okay. And so what started as mainly focusing on SEM has really changed to changed into we're now offering social tools. Okay. And so many of these other suite, suites of programs just focus on SEO portions of things. And now we have a suite of content tools, we have a suite of social tools Mm -hmm. that still offer competitive analysis for these different areas, Mm -hmm. but allow you to go in and you can have multiple projects for multiple clients or different aspects of your business. If you're an in-house or a business owner trying to use the tool, you get all of your reporting for anything and everything you need online. In
1: one spot. In
2: one spot. So
1: kind of like more like HubSpot? Would you compare yourself more in that camp?
2: With, with that idea to where I don't have to be subscribed to 50 different tools, even if I have half free subscriptions, half paid subscriptions, yeah. the tediousness of logging into all of those, trying to export that data, trying to put everything into one report, yeah. and actually quantify how everything is changing on a yeah. daily and weekly basis, yeah. it's so time-consuming. Yeah, and yeah. people try and do it, and then they go into SEMrush, and they set up regular reports, they set up projects, and they're able to manage it, and they're able to go in and hour to two hours a day, make sure everything's good to go, mm-hmm. change a little bit here, change a little bit here, and then move on to what their daily tasks actually are instead mm-hmm. of spending half a day going in and out of tools.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. So when you look at like a mm-hmm. and and Moz, would you say mm-hmm. they're more just specialists in one specific area or they're more like they hyper-focus in one thing, whereas you can be that kind of more holistic marketing approach?
2: Exactly, okay. exactly. And it, it, we don't sacrifice the quality in what mm-hmm. we originally specialized yeah. in. Yeah. We still have that and we're still advancing it. We're making updates to our tools on a regular basis. Yeah. We're constantly gathering our user feedback, cool. adding new portions to yeah. the tool, or fixing things to make it a little bit easier yeah. or releasing more information that maybe we we couldn't before because there wasn't any access to it. So yeah. we're, we're constantly trying to better what our foundation was and what we really nice. started on, yeah. as well as figure out how can we create a forever one-stop shop as digital marketing evolves. Yeah. So with the whole mobile optimization coming yeah. through, running site audits for your mobile website is yeah. huge. So we've been able to adapt that and we're hmm constantly looking on how we can continue to add more and more features like that to the tool. It's
1: awesome. So we're going to launch this podcast. It's going to be on, you know, iTunes and YouTube mm-hmm. and Facebook, um, someone's listening to this, what are things that they, um, maybe they've never done SEO, they, mm-hmm. they were intimidated by it or they, they they got really burned by it and kind of avoid that world yes. in marketing because mm-hmm. as we know there's been a lot of snake oil salesmen and salespeople oh, selling, oh. you know, like this SEO oil that I'll rub on your website yes. and look at the magic. Yes.
2: Gets a page one in five days. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. yeah. So, it will not happen. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, thank you for saying that. What would you say is, is kind of like, hey, if you want to dip your foot back in that pool mm-hmm. of SEO, what's mm-hmm. kind of a maybe a good place to start for someone to mm-hmm. kind of redeem what SEO can do? Definitely. Yeah.
2: First thing I would do is run an audit on your site. And how do so, they do that? Well, if you have SEMrush or if yeah. you're interested in getting SEMrush, sure. you go through a site audit tool. Is you it put free? in your domain. Free There's a free portion of it, yeah. but to get... All of the info that you really need, yeah. there's three different subscription levels. Okay. And so, whether you're mom and pop shop, yeah. there's the very small subscription levels yeah. all the way up to enterprise. We have clients as high as Airbnb, Lush, Disney. And there's an
1: agency version if they have clients yes. as yes. well? Yes. yes. Okay. So, so they, we have
2: three different tiers. Yeah. And so, running the site audit is mm-hmm. going to populate here's all of the issues that are wrong with your site right now. Okay. Here's ideas how to fix them. Here's what your competitors are doing as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you're going to get all of this data and it's going to give you a huge pinpoint of, okay, here's where I really need to start. Like here's where 70% of my website is failing or here's a big portion that I need to fix. And by being able to see that, that's going to help get your toes wet and be like, okay, little overwhelms because clearly there's a ton wrong with my site or my client's site or my boss's site. But it's going to give you a good starting point on like, okay, let's prioritize this and map out, here's a month of what I need to do on and how do to actually optimize it. tell people it. how to do that? It gives you full suggestions and suggestions. it tells you. Yes. So okay. you can even link up with your Google Analytics account into yeah. SEMrush. Yeah. And so it's going to give you all of that data and it, it'll give you actual suggestions on, on like, how, to it. how to fix Here's how to fix it.
1: Here's yes. three things. Here's yes. how to fix your website. Yes. Here's how to get backlinks.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes as well as content suggestions. And then there's a whole portion of PR and you can track your brand mentions and your social social mentions and then see what's happening with your competitors. So once you run your site audit, you optimize it, you're like, okay, I think I'm gonna go then start looking at what your competitors are doing, yeah. and be, then you'll even be more overwhelmed because you're like, okay, let's go back through the site, let's go through it again. It's analysis. Yes, it's gonna give you so much data and you're literally gonna be able to see like, are they running ads? If yeah. they are running ads, what do they look like? You can see the actual images of what their display ads are, what their keywords are, what their headline is, what their ad words are. Like it's its insane the amount of data that you can get. So I would start with a side audit, okay. get your toes wet first, get yeah. really comfortable playing with your website again, and then start getting into the, the analytical aspect of looking okay. at what your competitors are doing. So
1: SEMrush is kind of like having either, depending on how you look at it, mm-hmm. a really good or a really unhealthy partner. Because yeah. they're going to be like, here's all the things wrong with you, first of all. Secondly, yes. here's why everyone else is better than you. Uh-huh. Or,
0: or